Dear Laquan, hey man, I just wanted to say to you, it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to put you first. It's okay to not think of others. It's not being selfish if it's you taking care of yourself. Like they tell you on the plane, put your mask on before helping others. Everything will work out. You're amazing. I love you. Take care. With love, Laquan. God, life ain't easy. <laughs> it get hard. We go through struggles. But when shit get real, I know you're in the middle of it. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this week. Welcome to another week of real godly shit. Um, I do have my special guest here. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. Um, so my name is Veronica, um, a.k.a. Beyonce. I'm with the Beyonce Confirmed. Um, you can catch me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Empress V, E-M-P-R-E-S-S-V-E-Y. Um, a little play on Beyonce. Big Beehive fan over here. Um, and yeah, we're just here to talk it out. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, V. So what does self-care mean to you? Um, I think the interesting part or the interesting thing about self-care is that it's in the word. You're taking care of yourself. And, um, you know, whether that means taking a hot shower, you know, just to kind of de-stress, whether that means, for me, listening to some Beyonce when work is extremely stressful, you know, and people are getting on my nerves at work, um, just to kind of take my mind off of the stress. Um, It's kind of refocusing and recentering yourself. um, I'm glad. And it's important. I'm actually glad you said that because I actually like looked up, I was looking up like the meaning of self-care, which is, you know, in itself, Mm self-care, take care of oneself. Um, But I found a quote that was actually posted by Vogue Australia, but it was a post. I'm not sure if it was meant to be like shady or not, Mm -hmm. but it came from Kim Kardashian's former assistant. Mm -hmm. And it was self-care isn't always lush bath bombs and $20 face masks. Sometimes it's going to bed at 8 p.m. Or letting go of a bad friend is forgiving yourself for not meeting your impossible standards Mm -hmm. and understanding you are worth it. Self-care isn't always luxury, but a means for survival. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that you just said, you know, it's like drinking water or going to bed on time and Mm -hmm. doing all of that. Mm -hmm. What are some of your things that you do to, like, get into self-care? Um, (laughs) for me, cleaning. Mm Mm-hmm. Which we always want to fall. I got to go because I'm about to clean up. (laughs) cleaning because it just takes my mind of whatever is stressing me out mm-hmm. um and so it, it's it's so funny some of my friends know if my room or something's looking a mess that means there's something going on in my life right um also for me self-care music just shutting out the world and just listening to music mm-hmm. or in in the same sense as shutting out the world like Put my phone on Do Not Disturb or airplane mode mm-hmm. for the day <laughs> and watching Living Single <laughs> reruns um, and, you know, drinking tea and relaxing and not stressing myself. Um, and so I think, you know, as, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing the importance of that because I used to have a tendency of working, 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 burnout. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I'm able to, you know, recuperate, 
I go and work, 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 work again. Right. Um, and so I think right now it's just important. Whatever my mind or my body is telling me to do. So it's not, I don't have a strict schedule where it's just like, okay, I'm stressed. All right, I need to listen to my Beyonce. I need to watch my living single. No, it's what right. what my body needs at that time. Right, so you don't have like just a specific routine of just like, okay, this is self-care. Because I think that's the like common misconception about self-care. It's this thing that everybody wants to... I don't know, it's like, oh, I did my hair today, this is self-care, let me post it on Instagram real quick. Oh, I did my makeup today, <laughs> hashtag self-care. <laughs> but I don't think people understand, it's just like, everything you do in your day should be part of self-care, whether it's drinking more water, right. or eating a little bit healthier, or right. going to sleep on time, which I know I am not, look, right. everything I just named, <laughs> I do not do. Because <laughs> I'm up at right. 5 o'clock in the morning, just going to sleep at 7 a.m., yeah. like... Water, I don't remember the last time I drank a full oh, bottle of water. <laughs> Let me stop, I did last night. Yeah. It, it, it should be part of your, um, you know, routine. It should be a part of your daily cycle. So for me now, it's like, okay, I, I have to work at 10. Um, so instead of waking up at 8.45 and running to the train, maybe waking up an hour earlier. That means going mm -hmm. to bed a little bit earlier. Um, and in that hour that I'm up a little bit earlier reading, you know, or right. listening to some, uh, um, listening to some calm music, drinking hot tea, kind of reflecting, um, or even more so like, quite frankly, you know, sometimes if I have a friend that calls me and I don't want to hear them, like, you know, complaining, if they're all, if they're always constantly complaining and what they have to say in the conversation is just really negative. Mm-hmm then maybe it's just not answering that phone call or not feeling that you have to respond, you know? Right, 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 right. And another thing with, like, self-care is we don't realize that it's part of self-care and it's not the part that we talk about right now, but some of the people that we're connected with are not a part of our self-care because they're adding stress onto it. They're adding to that burnout. They're doing this and not just friends. But these black ass niggas that yeah. sometimes okay. we try to incorporate into our life that okay. just don't need to be there. Like, okay. <laughs> so not talking to that type that we have, that tall, light skin type, because we all know that's going right. to be the death of us. Like, <laughs> for sure. I'm, right. I'm slowly trying to edge myself out of that. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I just think it's the people who you also have around you. Like, you have to. My mom used to always tell me this as a kid, and, and I would also hear it in school, too, where it's just, like, the five closest people around you kind of show you where you're going mm. in life. Right. Um, and so if you have people around you who are constantly negative, mm -hmm. who are just staying in the same, like, they're not moving, right? They're in the same spot. Right. Nothing, nothing about them motivates you to do more. Right. I feel like... One good thing that I really appreciated about my own friendship circle, specifically my my Penn State crew, um, was that we used like we had like a little competition amongst each other where Ooh. it's like you know oh I see you doing that bet like I'm trying to level up too you mm -hmm. know and it's just like even when it came down to school or academics like we pushed each other to make sure that we were hitting dean's list and stuff because at the end of the day like you're not trying to be that friend that's you know dead weight while everybody else is, is doing it. So you really have to look around you and see, are these people really helping me? Or are these people kind of hurting me? And like, mm. what kind of life do they speak into me? You know? And, right. And do they, 
you know, if you have any problems, if you have any issues, do you feel that they're giving they're giving you good advice? Not advice that you want to hear, but good advice. Um, and so I think that's something that I've been definitely focusing on is just trying to, you know, cultivate these relationships where I'm just growing. Yeah. Period. Has there any has there ever been any time that you've ever had to like sacrifice your self care for like others or anything? Um, I know because I asked because I had one friend who who told me like I called her on a Saturday and she didn't answer. She sent a kind little text. I was like. Hey, how are you doing? It was like a generic text that she sends anybody on Saturday and Sunday. It was like, hi, I'm sorry I'm unavailable. This is actually my self-care day because I have to recharge and rewind. Um, definitely we'll get back to you on Monday. And I know that I started doing that like mm-hmm. Sundays. You know, I don't mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. don't answer the phone on Sundays. But I've kind of been going back on it because I've been thinking about is it's like kind of being rude and you know just from us being yeah. personal. Like a lot of y'all don't know yeah. that. Me and V been through it. Like yeah. we done went through our Dallas days, right. which is the okay. terrible thing that we try not right. to speak of anymore. <laughs> but like uh, from going through niggas with our three okay. week relationships okay. and the pink shirts, the papitos, you know, <laughs> the Instagram yeah. singers. Let's just list mine. <laughs> the little bow wows, the fake ones. Like, <laughs> and we talk every day doing it. So you know, like these past couple of months, I've kind of been like in a funk, and it's like part of my self care has been trying not to talk to people on Sundays but then it's just like I've kind of given that up and I'm actually seeing the difference in it now so I do need to go ahead and get started on what was the time where you like had to when didn't have to but you didn't even realize that you were giving up not on yourself but on the routines of taking care of yourself um ooh I think honestly it wasn't up until recently where I would just put any and everything first before my self-care. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it meant even, I mean, even if you go back to school, like I've been out of school, yes, for a few years now, but I just remember being in school where I would be up at six for work, classes during the day, then work at night, but then have to still be available to people via email, via text. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't time for me, just for me. Um, And so at that point, I realized, you know, because I was burning out crazy. And my body physically was taking a toll. Like, I started to lose weight. Um, I started to get sick. Like, I was always known to have a a flu or cold. And even more recently, too. Like, up until January of this month, like, I, I was sick with either the cold, the flu, some sort of sinus infection. Right. And even in, even in between that time, like, I was able to take, you know, a trip back to my birth country, Kenya, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. And when I was there, that's when I did a lot of self-reflection, and I was just like, you know what? There is only one V. Like, there's only one me, period, point blank. And, you know, I started to realize, like, what you need to do is kind of take a step back and see who's really going to reach out to you because I'm constantly reaching out to people, constantly seeing how people are doing. Right. And so when I kind of sort of, you know, step back doing that, and that's something that I was like slowly doing 2017, I started to realize that friendships that I thought were friendships weren't really, you know, a two-way street that I thought that they were a two-way street. And so, you know, I, I realized that, 
sometimes when you are putting other people first, it can take a toll on you physically. Right. Um, you know, where you're that's what so many people don't realize. It's yeah. just like that stress, our bodies wasn't made to handle stress. Right. Like, so when you add too much on it and you're taking on everybody else's problems, right? Like, physically, it's gonna it's gonna get you. Like, you don't understand it, but like your mind is working so on overtime to try to calm you down from all of this stress, like that you're dealing with friends, families, and then. Yeah. Those fuck boys. Those fuck boys. <laughs> on top of all of that, and then you know what sometimes makes it worse too is that if you are seen as that like strong friend, mm. nobody ever thinks to reach out to you to be like, "Hey, are you good?" Because you're typically, if you're the con- if you're the cornerstone of like you know a group, or if you are like the matriarchal figure or whatever, nobody ever thinks to be like, "Dang, like I wonder if she's really good, if she's really mm. okay," you know. But do you think we put that on ourselves sometimes? Because I can only speak, just speaking from me, and I know who you are as a person. We always try to make it seem like everything is good. Like, we always try to make it seem like there's not too much of a problem. Yeah, we may hint to it, and we may, like, tell it, but we never come out, or you never see us without a smile on, or, like, we always have this armor on, like, when right. we go around friends, we're always, hey, y'all, we're, yeah. we the life of the party. Right. Or when we're around family, we're always smiling. So nobody really knows, the, nobody thinks to check on us because that's who we are. So they don't never think, they never think anything is wrong with us. Like, I was talking to a friend the other day, and um, and it was just like, you know, everybody always thinks, like, I'm all good with, like, money and everything and situations. But it's just like they don't realize, like, bitch, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And she was telling me, she was like, well, Laquan, everybody always thinks you're always good because you never really complain about it. But then it's just like, how much do I have to complain? Like, Exactly. And I feel like, you know, just as a friend, period, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to check on you whether you're good or right. you're bad, right? right? If you're good, then I want to hear why it's good, right? right? And if you're bad, then I want to hear why it's bad. Um, and I feel like sometimes I've fallen into, you know, the trap of, yeah, I can portray that everything is good, everything is good, but I feel like if you're my friend and you really know me, then you, you should have the courtesy to just reach out and be like, hey, right. I see that you're sick because you've tweeted that you're sick. Right. Are you okay? You know what I mean? I see that, you know, you twisted your knee and you could barely walk. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Right. right? And that even, like, even this injury that I'm dealing with, like, for someone who's always on the go, like, everybody knows, ever, ever since I was a kid, like, the worst thing that ever happened to me was my mom teaching me how to walk. <laughs> Because I took one, two and steps. And talk, because you read. Okay? Because I read, okay? I took two steps and I was gone. I said, oh, this is what I was missing out on? <laughs> I said, this right here? Right. Oh, you Baby, t- I'm about to live. Oh, you tell me that I don't even got to cry for the bottle? I could just go walk right over there and get it myself? <laughs> Say less. Right. And so even, you know, and in being just a very active person, like when I had this injury in January, like I was confined in the house. And I feel like mm-hmm. one that was all, that was, maybe that was the university saying that like, girl, you need to sit so down. Now, right. Um, but that kind of took a toll on my mental because I'm home by myself. I can't move. Like right. in the early stages of it, like my, there's a lot of pain in my knee, um, I can't really do much of anything. I can't sleep because there's a like 
pain constantly. And I'm just sitting there, and there were only, like, a few people that actually, like, reached out and was just like, hey, are you okay? Right. You know? And to me, I was just like, wow, these people are really real. Like, they really care for me. Even to, to this day, one of my friends reached out to me and was just like, hey, you know, because um, I saw her yesterday, and she was just, and I, like, casually mentioned that I have physical therapy today. And she was just like, hey, how'd your PT session go? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that I appreciate because I, I feel like as a friend, I don't need to tell you directly like, girl, I have this and I want you to hit me up about it tomorrow just so you know. Right. It's just like, just just because it shows me that you care, like, mm-hmm. you know, that you just reach out, that you reach out to me just to check in on me. And so going through this, going through all my health issues or whatever, it just made me realize that, like, you know, you got to put yourself first and don't be... And don't worry that it's, like, you being selfish because at the end of the day, it's just you taking care of yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself first. Right, because you never know, like, what's going to happen from adding all of that to you. Right. Right. Um, So so what would you you tell a younger person about self-care? Because I feel like... You always, we have to, like, start to raise our younger children up to take care of themselves, like, Mm -hmm. because if we don't, then they end up 25 out here thinking they're supposed to have everything together, thinking that all of their friends are supposed to be their everything, and it's just not, that's not a reality, and they got to learn how to, you know, get back to their self when these things happen. Right. Um, just to kind of go back to that quote that you used where it's like the self-care isn't these lush, you know, baths or isn't this like luxury thing. Um, it's, it's really just, just for like your wealth, for your survival, right? And Mm -hmm. so what I would tell a younger person is if it don't feel right, don't force yourself to do it. Mm. So... In terms of friendship, like, if someone is picking on you or someone is being rude to you, like, don't engage with them. That's part of self-care, right? Right. Um, I would also say to them, do what makes you happy, essentially. Um, And take care of yourself early on, right? And don't... um, Try to eliminate any negative thoughts or doubts. Because um, right now I'm thinking of myself, like when I was younger, and what I would want, what I would have wanted to hear. Right. Um, and those are some of the things that I would, I would have wanted to hear. You know. Because I feel like that's where all of our problems come from. I always say that, like our problems that we go through today, are from that little child that's inside of mm-hmm. us. I feel like we all have that child inside of us. And one thing that I'm I'm paying more attention to now is like you got to have communication with that younger child like I know that sounds like weird as hell and crazy but it's like there's your adult you isn't what isn't what's broken it's that little child that's inside of you so you have to take time to actually recognize what's hurting that child so that you can go ahead and fix it like I think that's what that's what I want a lot of people to know about self-care Sometimes to go ahead and walk in self-care, you have to do self-reflections. Like, because if you don't, you don't know 
the path that you've been on or where you're trying to work to. If you don't take time with yourself, so many of us are like afraid to go to the movies by ourselves or go out to lunch by ourselves, mm. go go get a cup of coffee by ourselves. We don't always have to be with someone else to go get coffee or to enjoy time. Go take some time to sit in the park. Take a walk alone mm -hmm. so that you can actually think to yourself, even if it's thinking of old memories, no, we don't want to dwell on the past, but if you don't, if you don't take a moment to dwell on the past, we're not saying dwell on it all the time. When you're saying be up at five o'clock in the morning trying to text a nigga right. that you know it could work this time. No, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is take time to think about that moment that you were in pain or think about that moment that hurt you. And then you got to take some time to think about what led up to that. Mm -hmm. What was happening, what what was said or what anything so that you can actually take that time to be in your feelings and recognize where those feelings came from. Because if we don't, we're going to end up, what, 30 years old, still crying over the same things. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have relationships that work out right or mm -hmm. we're not going to have those friendships that keep moving and our communication is all thrown off if we don't fix the problems that's inside of us. Like, mm -hmm. what I've been doing lately is that, you know, I've been writing a lot and I've also been reading a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, when I start to write now, it's like, I'm writing down past experiences and as I'm writing it, I can see the problems that was in it. Mm -hmm. Where And when I look at those problems now, now I can see like, what's affecting me as an mm -hmm. adult. And it's kind of crazy. Like, I was just like, damn. I should have been doing this. Yeah. Like, so part of my self-care routine, well, not routine, but it's just writing when I need to write or mm -hmm. reading a book when I need to read. Um, also listening to music mm -hmm. and shit, I ain't going to say go to bed on time because yeah. that's like, that just doesn't happen for me like ever. <laughs> that's something, you know, writing too has definitely been helpful for me. Like mm -hmm. I've found where if I go through something, let's say, Ugh, one of these stupid boys, you know, mm. does does something. Instead of reacting and giving them that reaction that they may want, right? You know, to know that they have some sort of emotional hold on me, right? I go right in my book, mm -hmm. and I write. And ooh, baby, <laughs> you know I read down, okay? Right. Oh my gosh, I'm reading down in this book, and then after I'm done, I close the book. And then I'm okay. Because mm -hmm. I realized that I can get all of that anger and animosity out while writing, 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 writing. Mm -hmm. And then I just go about my day. Right. Um, and one thing that you had mentioned that I think is incredible, which is really important part of self-care, yeah, is self-reflection. And we, we do live in a society where people are afraid to be alone and to do anything by themselves. Right. I remember one time I um, I said something to a friend where I was just like, I went to IHOP by myself. I was like, I'm taking myself on a date. Um, I would, and I need to do more. Of these oh, work. you get them facial expressions, I, them yeah. reactions, like what the hell? I would like, take myself on day. I would call them day dates. Right. Um, <laughs> where I would go shopping in the city right. myself. Um, I would take my take myself, you know, out to eat. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny, even too, like when I went to IHOP, I don't even know why I had picked IHOP. I was just craving pancakes or whatever. Right. I walked in, and she was like, "Table for how many?" I was like, "Table for one." <laughs> <laughs> they sat me right in the middle of like. And then you're labeled as the lonely one, the one and the couple. <laughs> and guess what? I bet you I had better conversation with my inner self than they mm. did with each other. Right. 
Everybody act like it's weird to have those conversations. Those conversations with yourself, but those conversations are what saves lives. It's helpful. Look, and I said, you know what? I may not have enough money to make to be at a five star restaurant, but I'm gonna take my napkin, tuck it in my shirt. (laughs) I took out my utensils. I set up <laughs> and I started eating. And you know what? I felt so good. And in one quote that I saw on online, and I really try to live by, where it's just like, if you can't, it's something about my solitude, where it's just like, if you can't make my solitude even better or add more to my solitude, mm. then I can't really have you in my life. Right. But in order for me to really appreciate my solitude in my alone time, like. I need to know what it's like to be alone and really appreciate that. Like, you need to know who you are. Right. Like, I've had, okay, I'm 26 years old, but it wasn't until maybe 2020, I would say maybe 19 mm-hmm. was maybe like a turning point in my life. Right. Where I really kind of figured out who I was. Right. And then started to, like, grow from there. So it's just, like, I just feel like you just got to, you need to learn who you are, mm-hmm. period, um, before you can bring anybody else in your life. So this whole childishness thing of, like, oh, I don't want to do this because I'm going to be alone or I'm going to look stupid. I don't care what other people think about me right. in that sense. If you see me and I come somewhere by myself, or one thing that I hate is if I'm walking somewhere and I'm like, oh, you know, with myself and it's like no you are you sure you don't want anybody to come with you mm-hmm. I'm like I'm fine you know right. I can go here by myself or I can do this by myself and I feel like we just live in a society where everybody needs to do everything in a group and that and also means it all yeah, over social media and that means and also and thinking as like, a group right. you don't you don't think individually and you can't think for yourself because you need that cosign right you need that hype man. Everybody, right. f- we live in an, we live in a society where everybody kind of needs a hype man. When it's just like, no, like, and that's what's detrimental to your self care because now, how you how you think you should care for yourself depends on how everybody else thinks mm. what self care mm. is. So you're not listening to yourself. Come on, anymore. words. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like you're not really listening to yourself anymore. If I would have stayed in that whole group think mentality, I would have thought that my self care was running myself a bath. You know, putting a robe on, putting a face mask on. But guess what? I may have clear skin and my body may be exfoliated, but inside I'm deteriorating because I'm not, I'm not fixing the issue. Right. And so for me, like my self-care, it may not be a bath. I'm going to run me a hot shower. I'm going to drink tea. I'm going to watch Living Single and I'm going to pray. Yeah, I'm glad you just said that because (laughs) one of my, um, one of the things with taking care of myself was like my religion. And my mm. faith in God. And, mm, come on. Um, come also on. sitting back and thinking about it and writing about it. It's like I realized when did when did my faith come to me? It's mm. like you you grow up in a household. My mom always praised God. She always listened to her gospel Sunday morning. Mm. Preacher's wife's favorite soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Driving down the street to that. Like, yeah, we know God. But when did I actually feel like joy in my heart from God or feel like... Um, like I could have faith in God, like, and it was when I was homeless, mm. and it was like that was like one of the darkest times for me because it's just like I really wasn't. I was always that strong friend. Yeah, I was all over, and I'm glad you said like thinking with like a group. So if I'm always with my friends in a group and I'm smiling and laughing, that's how I'm gonna carry myself on social media. So I'm thinking like them, like, okay, shit is going crazy in my life, but I'm gonna post 
amazing pictures, smiling on the beach and smiling at dinner on Instagram and everything is good. But it was just like one of that was one of the darkest moments. And I was so happy that I actually found the church that I attended because it was like that's where my faith came in. And as I started praying, I started getting better and I started feeling better. No, it wasn't putting more money in my account or putting a roof over my head at that moment, but it was giving me joy and giving me like hope that everything was going to get better. And I think part of us having self-care for ourselves is is having hope and having faith, um, knowing that you have promise over your life and knowing that you have a vision. If you don't have any of that, you're really not taking care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. So the main part of it is, is like God, like, and a lot of people don't know about me and you, but right. like I said, we went through our Dallas days right. of me going through depression. We going right. crazy. We crying and everything. And it's like the way that our friendship has evolved, like we elevated our friendship in right. so many levels because all we used to talk about was what friends problems and and like work problems to us just calling each other and just like. Did you listen to Sarah today? Well, she said this, and she said that, and V, we got to start praying more. We got to start reading this. We got to start doing this. Like, we got to start walking in faith. And I think, I think with it being part of self-care, like, my faith elevated my self-care because it elevated me into being a higher person. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy you brought that up because on Sunday at church, Mm -hmm. um, I brought out my phone and I put in a alert in my right. phone. And every day at 1 p.m., it says, did you pray today? Right. Um, and sometimes I wanted, I wanted that reminder because, yes, I wake up and I thank God for the day. But I feel like as the day goes on, you have so many different distractions going on in your life mm-hmm. where it's just like, I just got to ask myself, like, did I pray today? And not just pray for something, but did I just... Did I just talk to God? Because that, like you said, that's our form of self-care, having that conversation, mm-hmm. you know, with the Almighty. And I've realized now as I'm turning my life to God, mm-hmm. God is turning my life around. Right. You know, stuff that I was stressed about. <laughs> that don't even fucking matter no more. That right. That, doesn't, that, that <laughs> really doesn't matter anymore. Right. right? So, yeah, I think an, an important part of my self-care has been that. Self-care is really prayer, and it's been God, right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of letting go and letting... And putting it on God and not keeping it on you. Right. And right. And, and, and having God guide me through mm-hmm. this, right? And right. I feel like sometimes, you know, we can just be so focused with how Instagram says, says to do it, how Twitter says to do it, how whatever, but I just feel like, you know what, let me just go back to the basics. Right. You know, mm-hmm. how many times in the Bible, and to me, I always get emotional speaking about this because it's like whenever I'm going through something too, another part of my self-care is finding how many times in the Bible God says, you know, I got you. Right. Right? I mm-hmm. am with you always. Right. Like, to me, I just got chills, right? <laughs> because it's like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're with me during my highs and yeah. you're with me during my lows. Right. And for me to continue to elevate and to, to grow in my self-care, I got the creator of the universe saying I'm with you <laughs> yeah. always. I'm about to church stuff up in here. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's... Knowing that you got somebody that's right beside you that's, that's going right through it with you. you. Like, that's Sometimes, oh. I don't think some people realize, like, 
when they ask you what faith means to you, because you know I'm not a person that reads the Bible often. Yeah, I watch my videos and, you know, but it's just like, I know I had a guy that I work with. Just like, I just don't understand why you believe in God. You may not understand why I do, but I know why I do. And I know it's that sense of security that somebody is right there with me. Like, Mm. yeah, I may be sleeping on a park bench, but it's somebody sleeping on a park Mm. bench with me right here. Like, and you know something else too, because I've I've encountered people who you know if they're atheists or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm the type of person where I'm not gonna be combative. Right. We're not gonna have an argument. Right. Back just even <laughs> even in general, right? Because that that's also part of my self care, where it's just like I feel like I'm just I'm just gonna get myself to a place where I don't want to be, right. and there's I'm just gonna be exhaling a lot of negativity, and I just don't want that out there. Right. But what I am gonna do is I'm gonna walk in my faith. Okay. And what you're going to see is these blessings showering down upon me. Come on. Okay? <laughs> Period, point blank. Right. Because that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, um, yeah, I think sometimes it's even just how you walk and how you walk and, and having God. You know, you walk a little different, right? Yeah. After after you pr- after God comes through, mm-hmm. You walk a little different. Right. And so, yeah, but I mean, back to self-care, I think that's just important when you feel like you have when you have something there that that's got you, when you feel like everything else in the world isn't there, but you got, you have someone that says, "I'm with you always." Right. I think one thing it is with like with God and self care, He gives me per- permission to dream. And you know that's us right there. <laughs> we Kansas, we love to dream. Like, okay. dreaming about a future, dreaming about that new man that mm-hmm. you know, like. That may be coming or Mm -hmm. that new job, that new experience, Mm -hmm. something like I love that. That's like a part of my self-care is dreaming, like Mm -hmm. not dwelling on what's going on right now, but dreaming about what's going to be better. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) I think just staying positive, like being optimistic. Right. If you are constantly negative and you are constantly just down. Mm-hmm. You can listen to your Beyonce and watch Living Single, but if that negative energy is dragging along with right. you doing all of that stuff that you know kind of brings you and recenters you, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything but that but feeding that nasty negative bug that you got in you and mm-hmm. making it grow bigger and bigger, and it's gonna be harder for you, you know, to think positively in the future because you've just been so negative so often, right? right. Um, and so yeah, it's. It's dreaming. Right. It's having hope. Yeah. So your last piece of advice for anybody who needs to take care of themselves. Um, listen to Beyonce four. No. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> but for real. Um, I would say pick a day. Turn off your phone. Our phones have become such this big distractor. Mm-hmm. Of course, text the important people, right? Right. Let them know. Let I'm going to be know. away for a little I'm while. I'm going to be away for a little I'm bit. I'm going to still be in my apartment, right. but... <laughs> I'm going to be away for a little bit. I can reach you, but you can't reach me. Exactly. And write. Mm-hmm. And think. And do some real self-reflection. Right. You know, meditate. And then when you come out of that, um, still don't go to your phone. Just relax. Kind of like pick an entire day where you kind of go off the grid and you're doing stuff that you really love, not because everybody else says that you should do it, but because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll kind of see how your life slowly changes. Right. After that. 
All right, V. Well, I'm so thankful that you came and did an episode with me. I love having you here. Before we go, I do want to go ahead and get into another segment that I'm actually adding to the podcast where we suggest, you know, something for our listeners to read, listen to, to do, or, you know, anything. And I'm glad I got you here for this one because you've actually given me this book (laughs) that I felt like changed my life. I just can't stop talking to people about it. I'm on phone calls with everybody. Y'all got to read this book. You got to pick this up. So um, what I'm suggesting today is everyone go pick up We're Gonna Need More Wine by Gabrielle Union. Come on. Like, just... Tell them a little bit from you because I know people are probably tired of me typing about this, saying about it, because I'm going to give my little input on it, but right. go ahead. Um, That book, for, I didn't even realize that book was going to change my life the way it changed my life. Like, when I went to go pick it up, I was like, oh, Black Girl Magic, oh, I'm buying it, you know? <laughs> right. I was just like, period, point blank. Um, But then going into it, Gabrielle Union does such a good job telling her story, but also kind of, in a way telling your story too Mm. because you see your story Mm. in her story yes (laughs) and like there were some times where i had to put the book down and be like girl (laughs) i know you said we're gonna need a little bit of wine but uh we need something a little harder than that right girl this should have been we need a little bit of more hennessy right um (laughs) um but you know and i think and how she tells the story and how and all her advice and the pieces to it too where she is just so relatable like mm-hmm. you really feel that you're sitting on a counter mm-hmm. drinking wine mm-hmm. having a conversation with her yeah um and it changed my life because it gave me just a different perspective on Gabrielle but also on me too on how I handle situations right and my favorite part and I'm not even going to tell people how how it ends because oh i am so go ahead um all right well the last the last line of the book it says take care of yourself um self-care self-care and that to me i think it's just incredible how she ends the book because the book kind of built up to that um and i just feel like that was just so important because i needed to see those words at that time Right. Mm-hmm. I need I feel like God gave me a nod and a wink at that point when I looked at that, because it was like I had to think, dang, am I really taking care of myself? Right. Right. Um, and so that book, I recommend that to everyone. Pick it up, read it. Um, and, and I know it's really take hyped. notes, write take down notes, because that's definitely what I was about to say. <laughs> it's just like Gabrielle Union is always looked at as like. As a bitch, um, like a home record, and it's just like it's so crazy that so many people talk so negative about her, and like even when I'm saying like, oh, I read Gabrielle Union book, it's like, oh, I don't like her, I don't like her, but then it's just like, well, why don't people like her? Like, and then you read this book and you like hear her talking about all these situations, and then it's like, one moment you laugh, and the next moment you want to cry, like, and then you just like start thinking about times in your life that don't even have anything to do with the situations aren't the same. Like, her life isn't my life, but Mm -hmm. it's just, like, the way she had me thinking about times of my childhood, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, damn, like, Mm -hmm. I'm about to sit here and cry over my childhood. She's talking about one little occasion in her life, like, Mm -hmm. but it makes you think this, it makes you start questioning yourself. It makes you start, like, building up that self-awareness and also your self-reflection that you need to go through, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. It's crazy, and then it just, like, 
I don't know if you like remember that part where she was talking about the movie she was supposed to film and like how they had this like I don't know these thoughts about her and then they made her leave her friend because oh, her yes. friend was dying and I yes. ain't gonna like get into that yeah. movie or the people who yeah. made that movie but it's just like damn like right. it's crazy how so many people how you look up to all these people and it's just like they didn't even have any remorse and this all comes from rumors that somebody started mm-hmm. online or something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even with Dwayne Wade and like she the home record like she wrecked their home and like she mm-hmm. broke up but it was nothing like that and I think it was so amazing for her to go write this book and the way she talks to you, like you said, like y'all are sitting down, like I'm sitting wow, down. I'm just, right. I'm reading Veronica's right. diary right now. Right. Like, <laughs> right. that's basically how I felt. And for her to do go through all of that and go through all the stories and then like you're, you're like reading all these stories and sometimes you sit there and be like, okay, well, what did that have to do? And you and your mind are trying to like figure out the whole book and what the meaning of it is to get to the last chapter and for it to just like break your heart. Like, and it was just like, Wow. But the fact that a book actually got into my feelings like that, like, like um, one of the last conversations I had with my mom before she passed mm-hmm. away was about the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. So when she was in that last chapter and was just like, oh, like, um, let's just watch the Kardashians and then think, you know, what mm-hmm. happens, which y'all will learn as soon as y'all read this book. Right. And then it's just like reflecting. Even the part, and I'm getting a little off subject, but even the part where she was talking about one of her friends who was gay and he would never come out to her, even though that was her best friend. Yeah. It was because she kept saying the word faggot around yeah. him. So it made him feel like, you. we don't even realize, like, our words and everything, how it affects people so mm-hmm. much. Like, mm-hmm. even with friends calling us with negative stuff all the time, they don't even realize how much That's it's affecting you. us. And yep. then for her to end <laughs> it off with the last, for what, four words, mm-hmm. take care of yourself, period. That, it was just deep. I was me, like, yeah. sold. <laughs> and that's why after I finished, let me tell you, I went on a tour. I wrote to her on Instagram. I don't even know if she read it. I um, I was telling everybody, I was like, oh, you read the book? Okay, great. Then you got to read this book. You got to read this book. Right. Because I just feel like that book in itself sums up the importance of self-care. Right. Because right? she was kind of telling us each step of the way, even when she was a kid, like stuff that she had went through where she was putting other people's perceptions of who she should be mm. and what a black person should be in that area right. over who she really is. And I didn't realize how woke she was. Like when yeah. she was talking about she went to the um what was it? The kids got in trouble at school and oh, she yeah. like went she up had... to the school with the pamphlet yeah. like take out page one. Right. Like girl <laughs> Come on. Come on. It just taught me like look, you need to be like you yeah. need to be prepared. Like it gave me something to look forward yeah. to. Like something to work on like so she, that book is definitely something that I would recommend for people to read. Right. So while you're doing your, like, the IG version of self-care with your bath right. bombs and your luxury robe and you're taking pictures and you're in the ba- a bathtub full of makeup, right. still read the book because that's going to be the real part of your self-care the right book. there. <laughs> read the book. And another book that I would also recommend um, is Tuesdays with Maury. That's mm-hmm. another book. If you've ever ridden the A train with me and had me and saw me reading that book, right. you've probably seen me crying. So I guess I'm that person that was crying on the train. That's me. Hello. We've all been there because um, I definitely have. <laughs> and that book, um, essentially, it is just life lessons from a teacher who's dying. Right. And it's Ooh. life lessons on everything, whether it's family, whether it's you know school and such. And I think it's just really important because 
there were a lot of hits in there mm-hmm. that I was just like, oh, wow. And with each chapter, his condition gets worse. Wow. So he can't do, there are a lot of things that he can't do, you know, and, and that he was able to do um, before. And so that's another thing that I, that's another book I would recommend. So definitely pick those up. Well, V, thank you. It has been amazing. I love you. You guys, thank y'all so much for listening and joining in with us. Take some time to think about life. Even if you're sitting here listening to this podcast, talk back to us. We can't hear it, but you can always tweet us (laughs) what's going on. Um, I'm so thankful that y'all took the time out to listen. I love y'all. Thank y'all. And like I always say, it's okay to be a bad bitch, but it's better to be a bad bitch chasing God. Have a good one. Have a good one. (laughs)